0: I was just totally blown away by the success that we, you know, kind of received or the, you know, just the love that we received from everybody there. It blew my mind. It was more successful than we thought it would be. So we're definitely looking forward to doing it uh, next year.
1: Welcome to Planet Down, where it's all about the people, places, things, and ideas that teach us, prompt us to make a difference, and do more with what life presents. So my sister and I met up for Essence Fest during the summer. It was the event's 25th anniversary, and honey, we had a ball. We mainly went there this year for the music and the marketplace that showcased all of these black-owned and produced products. So we were meandering through one aisle, and this gentleman approached us and started talking to us about our skin. I can't remember the first question he asked. Maybe, Maybe he asked us what we use on our skin, and then the conversation morphed and evolved from there. We were both satisfied with our current products, but we wanted to learn more about this brand because you know, he seemed to be about more than just pushing their product. He was just having a talk, having a chat with us, and then also telling us about the pros of their particular skincare line. Then he introduced us to the product line creator and today's guest on Planet Now.
0: I'm Tanzania Crew and I'm the founder slash owner of Three Note Skincare.
1: So, we tried the moisturizer on our hands and were impressed with how our skin felt. Supple, soft, and the product had no heavy scent. That was another plus for us. Now, all these months later, Sis and I are loving Three Notes Skincare. But how did this business get started? Simple. It started with an issue that needed a solution. Keep listening. Here's Tanzania Crew, founder of Three Notes Skincare, right here on Planet Now.
0: It started, you know, just as an experiment, something that I was just trying for myself and never thought that I would be, you know, bottling up skincare products years later to sell. I went to school for IT Mm -hmm. and I have been in the IT um, industry since graduating from college. And, you know, it's a very lucrative feel as well. So I have one foot in and one foot out. And I do have a love for IT. I love everything that I do. I love solving problems. And that's what I'm doing in the IT space. And I feel like I'm doing the same thing with three-note skincare. So it's allowing me to kind of solve problems for people. And that part of it, I really love. Like, I really like that piece of it. What problem were you trying to solve? I suffered from severe adult acne. And it really, I've had problems with acne my entire life, but not as bad as I had started getting it. Probably around 2012, I think. It was horrible. Like, right after I had my um, last child, Everything just started. My body just went crazy, and my skin was horrible for years like three, maybe two to three years. I walked around with severe adult acne. Mm-hmm. Um, I did two rounds of Accutane, which is like very dangerous, it could damage your liver. Like, um, you had to be on birth control pills to take it because if you got pregnant, you could have like jug head babies. But I was desperate so. I went for a second round, and I did see some results, but, you know, shortly after taking it, maybe within a year, I was breaking out again, and so after ProActive and tons of other over-the-counter products, I just decided to try something different, and I just started on the natural side of things and started experimenting with essential oils, and after doing that, I became a certified aromatherapist and learn how to safely use essential oils. So that part of it, I do think kind of helped me develop, you know, what's three notes today, what three notes is today, because I started out like having like shows at my house, Mm -hmm. but before then I, you know, started creating products and just putting different essential oils in the products. And, And this was full body. This is from head to toe. I was, you know, taking baths and essential oils. I was just finding how powerful essential oils were and or are and started experimenting um, with the products for myself and realized amazing results like in rapid time. So the very first show that we had um, as a company or the very first time we introduced it to anyone was at a show that we had at our home. After people started noticing my skin, they were like, what are you doing? You know, like, what are you putting on your skin? And I started making it for family members, but I didn't just want to give them a one-size-fit-all solution. I started having shows at home to educate people about healing their entire bodies with, you know, different ailments or what have you with essential oils. And so that's where we started. And that's okay. where Three Ups was actually born. At a show at, at your home. Okay. Yeah, we went to different houses and had shows and we just kind of educated people on essential oils. Like if you want this body butter or you want this moisturizer, we can put these essential oils in it. And here are the health benefits from these essential oils. So what happened is I ended up going back to work. At the time, I was, maybe I was laid off. I think I was laid off. And so I had time on my hand to do that, but, you know, I wasn't making enough money to just stay at home and and not go to work. So I ended up going back to work and because I went back to work, there was no time for me to do the home shows, but people were still requesting the products. And so what I ended up doing is bottling like the most popular products. And at the time we had um, what you call like a full line. So we had body butters, we had body products, the body sprays. This was around 2014. Oh, okay,
2: okay. And so around 2014, you had all these, uh, all these different products. Um, are there any more that, that you had at that time? And you still basically in, in, in infancy when right. all this was happening. Wow, right. wow.
0: Yes. And so when I went back to work, the request for the products didn't stop. And so what we decided to do is just bottle what, you know, were our most successful or the products that we sold the most of, we decided to bottle them. And that was our skincare products. Before now, we only had like a couple um, products and it was just a basic everyday like glow kit and then the acne kit. We've always had the charcoal and tea tree. And over time, we've added additional products to the line. I don't think I launched the website until like 2017. So there was years of uh, three notes being out there and nobody ever really knew about it other than the people around me. Just a small circle of people who lived by the products. And it was funny because I would order little jars and just pass it out to people like free samples I gave out so many free samples and those people always came back and wanted more. And I have a lot of those customers still today. Wow. Wow.
2: Well, wow. so all this was going on. Um, where were you lo- located? Cause I know we were having a conversation. I think you're originally, you were born in Mississippi and yes. you lived in Memphis or was yes. that? And so where are you now?
0: I'm in Memphis. I still live in Memphis, actually the suburbs of Memphis. And that is where we were when we started the brand. And that's still where we are now.
2: Awesome. Awesome. So when you were coming up with, well, when you knew you had a problem with adult acne and you were tired of it and you wanted it to go away, how long did it take from, you know, the moments when you were suffering from your adult acne to the spark, hey, maybe we should we should actually sell that?
0: It was probably um, close to about nine months to a year. hmm Because we were actually just, I was, at the time I was just giving out small batches. That's where the jars, the little small, like they were very, very small, like one ounce jars. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it was basically just passing out samples and not really because I wanted to pass out samples, but just because people were asking for the product and natural and organic ingredients are very expensive. And so after some time, my husband was like, if, you know, people like it enough, they'll pay for it. Like, we can't keep making stuff and giving it away for free. Oh, okay. And of course, if we were to just continue giving it away, people would continue to take it and use it with no problem.
2: Oh, right. You're right about that.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. So that's kind of how we actually just started kind of making money off of the product.
2: Okay. So there was like a natural demand. And basically, you you were you gave and now people are buying essentially, right? Yes. Wow. And so, um, now let's go back to, uh, to your journey trying to get your acne under control. How long did it take for you to come up with the formulas that worked for, for your skin?
0: It took, it took a minute, but I'll tell you the base of the, it didn't matter what the base was. It just the two ingredients that worked the most for me with the acne were the charcoal and tea tree, which were both very healing and the charcoal kind of detoxes the skin while the tea tree oil was healing the acne. So they worked together and I found a way to kind of put it in a natural skincare base that would allow me to sell it as a cleanser. And so I would mix it pretty much with anything because it was just me trying it out on myself, and I didn't care if I burned my skin or I cared, but you know nobody could sue me for burning my own skin, right? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I wasn't as bothered by what solution or how I applied it, but I realized, you know, even with essential oils, you have to be careful and you have to use a carrier oil. So I made sure that I included just the right amount and uh, used a carrier oil when applying it to my skin. Even if I mixed it with some other, I used to use Cetaphil because it was. I was always told it was mild. It won't. It won't irritate your skin. So a couple of times, you know, I would mix it with something like Cetaphil, which was already mild and gentle problem that I had with Cetaphil is that it's, um, not organic and completely clean. Like it's not a clean product. So, um, I got away from using that, but I realized just in mixing those things that the charcoal and the tea tree oil was actually working. Oh, okay.
2: And so, um, so you said that, um, as you were giving away these one ounce jars of product mm-hmm. for for free to friends and yes. you know, and people that you knew and people will come back and they love the product. Now your husband said, you know, basically, Hey, we can't, we can't keep giving this stuff away. You, sh- you should sell this. So is that where the idea came from?
0: Well, it wasn't a, you should sell it. It was, you're gonna have to sell it or stop giving it away. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it wasn't it it wasn't a um he wasn't suggesting that we make it a business. He was just saying we can't continue to give it away. And what he said kind of, you know, light bulb went off because I do have a entrepreneurial bug. So at that point it was just like, you're right, we should sell it. But once again I was, you know, struggling with that love for IT and not just wanting to own a skincare line. Like I believe in building passive income and there's nothing passive about having a skincare line. Like it requires you to be on your feet, you know, working and mixing and bottling. It requires a lot of work and what I'm used to or what I define as a passive income, three notes does not fit that at all. So it kind of worked against what I wanted for myself and, um, we're talking about three notes and I get it, but I've written two books that are published online. I have one that's called The Pup Cleanse, and then I have one that's a perfect thesis and they're both online and you know, we sell books. I sell books in my sleep. So people are actually buying books and I don't have to ever go out and change the website if, you know, if I don't want to. I don't have to go and update or change the books if I don't want to people download they buy it and we're making money but with three notes it's totally different like we're we're always having to do all, like, I mean it's very manual labor mm-hmm. and so I struggled with that but I do enjoy helping people and having a product that is you know changing lives because you know there's confidence in having amazing skin and while I'm a very confident person and it didn't really, I hated having bad skin, but it didn't make me, you know, feel like I was nobody. I mean, it, I still, it bothered me. I didn't like my skin, you know, like having acne, but it really messes with some people's self-esteem and, you know, it didn't impact me in that way. But, you know, needless to say, I still didn't want to walk around with acne.
2: Right, right. Right. Wow. This is, this is a really rich story. I hope you write that in one of your books one day. (laughs) (laughs) And so um, it sounds like you are, I don't want to say an accidental entrepreneur because you do have the entrepreneurial bug, Mm
0: -hmm. but
2: three notes kind of saying that you fell into it, It would be kind of that to me, that sounds too flippant as well. But when you thought about your career, you did not have this in mind. Would that be
0: accurate to say? When I thought about my career, Three Notes was the last thing I had in mind. You're correct. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> and so, um, so, what are you
2: thinking about, about where this path has taken you so far? Are there any times where you've had doubts? To know you mentioned the, the struggle because it's not passive and you wanted something that was pass- income that was passive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have a struggle because you're doing two things that you love a lot yeah um are there any any doubts that you had about the fact that this should be the path that you take, or is the purpose of helping people? That's what That's one of the things that propels you forward?
0: I think that plays a huge role in it. Um, I am a giver by nature, so um it it wouldn't have shocked anybody that I was giving away product that's just who I am. Even now I have people that will place orders and I randomly just throw stuff in people's boxes. Wow. So, um, even if it's a toner or a scrub or a mask, like I have customers and you know, I have one guy that's been, we started out with subscription boxes after we, when we launched the website, we created the subscription box platform. So we sold like kits and we shipped Those to customers every month. So we have gotten away from that now, but we still have a couple of customers who have been with us from the moment we started that subscription platform to right now. Okay. In 2017. And I throw, and this customer's in New York, and I throw this customer, and it's a guy, and I throw him, like, not throw him, but you know, I include like free stuff in his box all the time. Because so like he, a loyalty thing <laughs> yes, right, because he's been with us since the beginning, so yes, and even when it's not, if customers will you know spend fifty dollars for two items, we'll give them something extra a lot of the time.
2: I like to talk about what people are thinking at specific moments and slivers in their lives, because sometimes those are the thoughts and the things that like change our life trajectory. Have you ever had any doubt, not about the product, but about if this is what you should be doing? And if you said you do want to eventually, um, maybe leave it. Is that was. Am I interpreting that correctly, or did I misunderstand?
0: Yes, I will eventually leave, but you know, like even with the website, I I will still always have a love for it. I built the Three Notes website. I just updated the site yesterday, created like a new slider for the page, and I'm always making changes there. So I'll still be able to use my IT skills for my businesses. So I guess it's just like leaving something that I really enjoy, but I have to convince myself and, and tell myself all the time. It's not like you're really leaving it. So I will still be able to use a lot of what I know just to run, you know, my own businesses. Oh, you said businesses. Yes.
2: Tell me about businesses with the S's. So there's the books. Yeah. Three Three notes. What other businesses is? says? <laughs>
0: um, so my husband and I have a new site called Doughful and it's D-O-U-G-H-F-U-L. And it is an online marketplace for bakers. So any baker around the world, you can bake cakes, cupcake, um, anything that's made of dough. And we also have a section for non-doughful. So Let's just say people that make uh, candy apples or um, popcorn treats or chocolate or any type of candy. So, cotton candy, um, anything that's kind of event related, like just trying to find people to make really nice birthday cakes for my kids, and I have three kids, has always been a struggle. Um, at the last minute, I find myself a lot of times running to Sam's or Walmart, but then you see these amazing cakes online where people have unicorns and Spider-Man's coming down, you know, Spider-Man coming down the wall or just amazing cake that I could never find anyone locally to make. Um, so I just um, recently launched the site. It's actually in beta phase and we have, I think, four vendors that have signed up so far. So basically what they'll do is go to our website and create a um, web page on our site. It's kind of like a web, their own personal web page on our site. And you as a customer would go and you could enter your zip code and find all the local bakers and just view images of their cakes and choose which one you want to work with and purchase a cake online and pick it up. Or you can shop with one of the vendors that are shipping one of the vendors that ship worldwide and place an order with them.
2: Interesting problem solution, problem, yep, problem solution.
0: solution. <laughs> yes, And that's, that's key. So if I find a problem, I always try to solve it and that's just what I do. That's who I am. That's what it is for me. I work for a company. I go in and I solve their issues, whether it be getting orders to their customers or, making sure that the customers can track packages. Like I'm the girl that's out there providing solutions to problems.
2: So for folks who are interested in getting into business, no matter what it is, what should they keep in mind about the customer or what's needed in the marketplace?
0: Well, that's it. So everybody has their own unique set of issues, right? So I don't, and I know that we all have shared issues, But some of them are like very unique and those are the things that you can't ignore. So for instance, the pup cleanse, it is a rash that I had. And I told you after I had my son, my body just went out of whack. Mm -hmm. So the pup cleanse, the book that I wrote is a rash that I had that covered my body from head to toe. It covered everything but my face and the palm of my hands and the palm of my feet. It intensified. I had to take steroids. I started out breastfeeding my son. And then the doctor told me, you know, stop because you don't want the baby to get infected. I couldn't even pump at that point. And so I was miserable. My husband was going to Whole Foods, you know, finding just we were online reading like what I could take for this. Like, what can I do to get rid of it? And it got worse and worse and worse. And now I have swollen breasts because they're filling up with milk, no release Mm -hmm. um, or relief. And so I call the doctor one day and I'm like, what can I do? What can I do? And the doctor says, you should go and take a, you know, just take a warm shower and it will be fine. And got in the warm shower and it intensified this rash. Like it, it itches beyond itching. Like it is the worst thing I have ever experienced in my life. Wow. So- I thought I was going to lose my mind. And at the time, my mom lived in Georgia. So she was, you know, she said, kid, I had to get on the road because I was on the phone with you and you didn't sound good, like at all. Like she was afraid for me. This is how bad the rash is. And so after reading people's stories about how they thought they were going to hurt themselves, like they were depressed and, you know, they thought they were losing their minds. It is that the rash is that horrible. So I... Cared myself naturally again, I documented everything that I did, and I wrote a book about it, and people are buying that book today. Actually, I just sold two of them today. Wow. so, so you know there are days when I sell more. That book is only three ninety nine but I know people. I follow people. Pat Flynn being one mm-hmm. who you know um, became a millionaire off of selling an ebook. so if you have or if you're the subject matter expert to any topic. I mean, people out there want to know what you're offering and they will buy it. All I'm doing is sharing my journey with everybody else. And you will have people that will support you. You might have some that won't, but that's okay. There are enough people out there to support whatever anybody has to offer. And so they just need to figure out who their target market is and find those people and market to those people and and they should be fine. It sounds easy, Mm -hmm. but it's not. You might have to work two jobs until you get it. Mm -hmm. You might have to put yourself in an uncomfortable position to grow your business. But if it's something you want, you should be willing to do that.
2: Hmm. A word right there. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That business advice, folks, business advice right there. So what's in a name? Three notes. What does it mean? Are they talking about three musical notes, three handwritten notes, three sticky notes? Hmm, let's find out with Tanzania Crew, the founder of Three Notes Skincare, on Planet Now.
0: It started because they're every, all of our products, most of them, I will say we are, um, I am eliminating some, most of the products have tea in them. So we have a charcoal and tea tree. We have a hibiscus and rosehip. Hibiscus and rosehip are both plants and they are, um, you can drink them as well. So I call them tea because... I actually drank these teas when as part of my healing process. So not only was I applying these things to my skin topically, I was also ingesting them, which is why I feel like I realized results so fast because I was not only targeting the area that was infected, I was targeting my gut as well.
2: Ah, okay, okay. And um, I was I was noticing on the website that there's a page basically that says, you know, topical skincare that's what we do, but it's not the full answer.
0: It's not the full answer. And if we can go out and take as much care as we do about our hair, then we should be, you know, doing the same thing for our skin. And so it took me a minute to get there, and I, I, it's twofold. Because I don't care how much skincare I put on my skin if I'm just feeding my body sugar and junk every day. Like, I don't think my car would run if I put oil in. I know it wouldn't run if I put oil in the gas tank. It was not made to have oil put in. You know, (laughs) cars were not made that way. Right. Neither were we like we need to take care of our bodies and so as much as I like to say that hey topical skincare is it's not the cure now it will aid in helping to heal the issues and you know it can help with removing the dark scars and keeping your skin healthy and youthful looking but as far as just curing acne, oftentimes acne is an issue um, with the gut. With the gut. Mm-hmm. So if you're not addressing that as part of your uh, journey to healthy skin, then you're just, you know, fighting a losing battle.
2: Wow. I I know uh, when I was in high school, I used to think that basically all skin issues were just because of the skin. Yeah, the skin just, you know, person was handed a bad deal with their skin and they just had to, you know, wash it all away. And then a friend of mine with the the group that I used to hang out with, she went to the library, this is back in those days, <laughs> went to the library, researched, did lots and lots of research. And she said, you know what? I want to do something about my acne. Personally, I didn't think it was it was bad at all, but, you know, she's walking around, it's her skin. Um, she said, I, I, I want to get rid of my acne. So I'm thinking, well, how are you going to do that? And she basically told all her friends that she's going to change her diet. And I remember thinking, okay, you're going to cut out, you know, eggs. I think she said sugar. I want to say she essentially went vegan. That was a while ago. I can't remember. But all of the things that I thought were basic to a person's diet, she said she was going to cut out. And you know what? She got results. Yeah. She got results.
0: Faster. So that's, that's basically... Where the notes came from in three notes, teas um, have notes mm-hmm. and um, the notes are palatized notes, like, you know, to your palate, this is a subtle note or a, a loud note and it's all related to taste. And then you have notes and fragrances. And at the time i would mentioned having, you know, the body sprays. And at the shows, what they would do is choose choose an essential oil from each note family. So you have a top note, a middle note, and a base note. And the top note is normally like citrusy type of um, essential oils. Mm -hmm. And those notes are the ones that you smell first. So if you have lemon or orange in something, you'll smell that first. And that's the first scent that dies off. Then you have a middle note, the middle note lingers longer than the top note, but it doesn't last as long as the base note. So in every single fragrance you have, you have the top, middle and base note and the base note is the note that lingers the longest. And if you spray on perfume the next morning, when you have something left, that's not the full scent, just like the lingering effects of the perfume, that's the base note that you're smelling. Okay. So, um and we taught that in the shows that we would go to in the homes. Hey, there's a top middle and base note. And that's basically where three notes came from. Now we intend to, um, incorporate fragrances back into the line, but right now we're focusing on growing the skincare line and, um, very soon this year, like in the next few months, we're launching our skin healthy teas. So, right now we have a hibiscus and rose hip moisturizer. We're going to have a hibiscus and rose hip tea. Wow. To pair with that. So, when you're trying to get results, whether it be, you know, clearing your acne or youthful looking skin or healing eczema or anything like that, you can ingest those skin healthy teas that will help to boost the, um, the healing process. So we're working on that and that should be available really soon.
2: I'm just sitting here smiling. I love it because, okay, you know how people talk about wine and food pairings all the time? Yes, we yes. have facial care.
0: <laughs> you have facial care and tea now. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we have a, a rooibos and pomegranate moisturizing scrub, and we're going to have a, a rooibos and pomegranate tea. So Roy Bose is probably one of the most healthiest. And I don't know that I can say healthiest and most. I know I can't say those two together, but I'm trying to make a point here. <laughs> so it's probably the most healthy skin tea that you can have, and it's R O O I B O S, and it's pronounced like rooibos, And I drink a lot of rooibos tea when I was trying to heal my skin, and that's why it's included in the skincare line. Also, um, we have a multi tea line, and this multi tea is going to be filled with you know white tea green tea, all of your skin healing teas in one tea. And um, not only are these teas gonna taste good, but they have all of the ingredients to help detox the body as well. So they're drinking this to help heal their skin and they're using the products so it will work twice as fast as it would if you were just drinking the tea or just using the skincare products. This is
2: awesome. This is so great. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. Oh Thank my gosh. You. Thank you. Of course, as I mentioned earlier, we we met at Essence Fest and there have been a lot of development since then. I know you, we were emailing back and forth and you said, you know, orders, you know, we have our regular orders, but now that we've been to Essence, orders are up again. You had this influx of orders from from Essence. Mm-hmm. And from what I hear, sales you sales did pretty well, very well at Essence. My yes. sister and I. We yes. were thinking, okay, we're going to we're going to come back and we'll just we'll order, I mean, we'll get one of the kits that you were selling there. We'll get right. one later.
0: Honey, we came back and the moisturizers were gone. Yes, <laughs> yes. They were gone and the um we've had the same type of traffic since we returned. We've had a lot of repeat customers. I just posted a before and after picture of one of the customers that I met in New Orleans and she said, "I don't think you remember me." And I was like, of course, I remember you. She said, you literally stopped what you were doing. And I was working with another customer, but I saw her skin and it just reminded me of how bad my skin was. And I told her, I walked over, I told my customer, I said, can you hold just one second? I want to catch her before she leaves. And my cousin was actually talking to her and checking her out. And so... I asked my customer to hold one second. I walked over to her and I just told her, I said, hey, you know, stick with it. These products are amazing. They're going to work. And I told her to drink tons of water and keep me posted on her progress. I was very interested in knowing how things work for her. So she sent me her before and after picture and the results in just one month and her telling me that she was just about to give up. Mm -hmm. And right before she was about to give up, she met us and she was so happy that she did. It just, it made me feel so good just being able to help somebody. And it's funny because I went to Starbucks and this girl comes to the window and she says, you know, she's taking my order and her skin was, oh my God, it looked so inflamed. It looked like her face just hurt. And I said, you know, we're looking for models. And she looked at me like I was crazy. You know, I don't know how to approach people. I don't want to just show them a picture and say, hey, call me. Your skin is jacked up. You know, (laughs) not the way to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, we're looking for models. And even then she looked at me like, why do you think I should be a model? Like, look at my skin. And so I told her, I said, hey, we're looking for models and we're looking for skin models and you are the perfect, you know, you would fit the the person that, you know, the qualifications of the person that we're looking for. And we would love for you to use the product and send us before and after pictures and let us know how you like it. So she did send me her information. She went to Instagram. She DM'd me her information and I got her a kit in the mail. So hopefully soon she'll be sending us before and after pictures, but the products really work. And I can sell them all day long, but it's people like that that I just want to, you know, take them and hug them. Because, you know, if you don't have that kind of issue and you, you don't have the people around you educating you on the problem, you could live like that forever. So if I can see them and stop them in their tracks and say, hey, drink water, detox your body, take really good care of your skin, you know, use really natural products so you're not, you know, adding to the problem then that's the person I want to be.
2: That is such an awesome and inspiring, inspiring story.
1: So, 3 Notes is always available for orders online at 3 And you know what? There is some other great news to share. Now, keep something in mind. This episode was actually taped in mid-September. Let's get more with 3 Notes skincare founder, Tanzania Crew, on Planet Now.
2: So now Three Notes is coming to stores. That was another one of the things that, uh, that you told me in
0: email. So tell me about that. Yay, I'm so happy for you. Yes, I'm excited. Um, so first, before we get there, we just sent our first shipment of products to FabFitFun. They were actually delivered to FabFitFun today. So today is a big day for us. And um, FabFitFun is a subscription box. That is sent to millions of customers around the world, and one day it was funny one day I was at work and I get this call, and it's someone that has already sent me an email saying, "Hey, um, we're interested in your products, and um, we'd really like to talk to you." Well, we get a hundred of those a day, and a hundred is stretching it It's not really a hundred, but we get a lot of those a day, and I'll go through some. But I also get customer emails every day. So I try to, you know, handle customer concerns or requests or inquiries before I, you know, engage in anything else. And oftentimes those type of emails get overlooked, not because, you know, not intentionally, but just because, It's just us and we don't have a lot of time to kind of, you know, entertain everything that comes our way. Mm -hmm. And so that one email, I opened it and it was from FabFitFun. I didn't really know a lot about FabFitFun. I knew it was a subscription box, but I've also been approached by other subscription boxes who want donations so they don't pay for it is what I'm saying. Uh uh-huh. And I'm not opposed to sending products because I have sent to some, but I can't afford to send to all of them. So FabFitFun reached out and they said, hey, we want to, originally they said, we want 10,000 of each one of your SKUs. And I was like, holy crap, like, how are we going to do this? Like, you know, I, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even wrap around my, I couldn't even get it into my head, like how... I knew that it was huge, but it was bigger than huge for us because now you're talking about moving something as big as over a hundred thousand products out of my home. Like right now, we're still operating out of our home. And we're, like I said, we're rapidly outgrowing this home as far as the business goes. Like we are looking for a space as we speak, because even with 18 wheelers pulling up here, we're like, we can't keep bringing 18 wheelers to the house to bring ingredients and and take products off. So um, we're looking for a space now, but we just delivered our products, our first large, large order of products to FabFitFun, the first huge purchase for our products. So this was bigger. It blew my mind, honestly. 10,000 of each of your SKUs. That's what they originally requested. Oh, okay. I was about to say, that's a lot of product. That's a lot of product. So they bag now. No, had they kept it at 10,000 of each, I would not, I would not be telling you I still work today, (laughs) 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 but even still, it's a net 60 deal. So we still won't, you know, see anything until November, but yes. So that was, that's a blessing. I was like, oh my God. And they came to us.
2: How did they hear about you?
0: I have no idea. Um, She, the girl that I spoke with originally, Nicole, she said, well, um, we, you fit what we're looking for. They try to do business with women-owned businesses. And um, she said, we found your company and you fit what we're looking for. Like you are what we're looking for. And so the conversations went on and on and on. It took them forever to get me, you know, a purchase order. We'd already signed the contract. And it's kind of one of those things like you can't ever really promote something until it happens. And trust me, I've realized that because, you know, we were in the Essence magazine, but we were told before we actually were in the magazine several times. that Oh, you'll be in this month. You'll be in that month. And it never happened. So. You just kind of have to wait until you see things happen or until after they happen before you put it out there. And so next we have Macy's, which, you know, really hasn't happened yet, but it's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, We have been approved to be in Macy's stores. We're working out the requirements and contracts and everything for that. So we had our final meeting. They said the next step is we'll send, you know, all of the branding so we can promote it ourselves. They'll send us their logos. We'll get to work with their team of publicists, um, their creative team to kind of help promote the brand while it's in Macy's. And so we were hoping that we were going to be in stores before Christmas, before the holiday season of this year, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. So hopefully it's the first of next year. I didn't expect it to be like a you know really fast process, Mm -hmm. but I was hoping, I was very hopeful that we could get in there before Christmas of this this year. But it's I don't think it's going to happen.
2: Is there a possibility that it might, or is it? Are you saying it's looking unlikely? Um, Is there still a possibility?
0: It's looking unlikely. Um, I don't know if it's still a possibility at this point. I will say this: we have a second round of orders for FabFitFun, So I think we would be crazy to take on <laughs> I think it would be crazy to take on Macy's at this point before we actually find a space, get set up, get people hired, you know, to move into this space to start filling these kind of orders. Since the Essence Festival, Essence has already reached out or also reached out and they are interested in including 3 Notes products in their Essence marketplace. And just the list of benefits from being in the Essence Marketplace is they, I mean, the benefits are amazing. So they're talking about, you know, how it would give the brand um, worldwide exposure and how we would be featured in the magazine, you know, often and how, you know, just any pop up shops they had, we would have the opportunity to be in their pop up shops. So it's, it's just a lot of great things happening. I would be crazy not to ride the wave and I am like heavily leaning towards just stepping out on faith and leaving IT knowing that I can always get an IT job. Opportunities like this as far as three notes and you know the exposure we're getting, I just feel like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and I would be crazy to kind of shut the door on that to stay in corporate America. And um, it's funny because this gentleman, um, I don't really remember his name. I I know I can see him, but I don't remember his name. We had a call one day. He he healed himself of, I think it was, he healed his diabetes. Mm -hmm. um, And he wrote a book himself. And he's been on talk shows around the world. And, um, there was this other project I was working on and I reached out to him and I said, Hey, how much would you charge to kind of participate in this? And I just sent him an email and I, you know, introduced myself. I said, Hey, you know, I'm Tanzania. I have this skincare line. This is what I'm, um, an adventure or a project that I'm trying to You know, work on. I would love to partner with someone like you and kind of just sit down and talk. Blah blah blah. This is a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Send him an email. He calls me back Saturday. Wow. He calls me back the exact same day and he says, You sold me in your email. Like, you don't know how impressed I was with, you know, just talking about my accomplishments and what I've done. And He said, "Um, I'm very excited and would love to partner with you. And at some point in that conversation, I mentioned to him that I still work. I said, well, I work a nine to five every day. And he immediately stopped in his tracks. You could hear silence, like you could drop a pen and hear it. That's how quiet he was. And he said, you know, I was so impressed with you until you told me that you still work a nine to five. He said, I get it. You've been in IT all these years, it's a very lucrative field. I can, he, he threw a figure out there. He said, I, you know, maybe you make around 200,000. I don't know. I never confirmed or not, but he said, but you could be making $200,000 a month for yourself. Like I just, he said, I'm so shocked that you're still working every day. Wow. And so I'm hearing that a whole lot more. He was the first person to say that to me. And this is somebody that makes tons of money. And as I said, travels the world and, you know, he's on shows. Um, and so hearing that from him, I heard it. But once again, until I'm comfortable with something, I just don't tend to move on it. And I haven't been comfortable up until, you know, just recently, I've started getting the bug that maybe it's time to walk away. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been a contractor. I was a contractor for like the last five years in IT. So um, just how I'm wired, I get bored easily. I have to be doing something different. And, you know, I kind of, you know, think that that's part of how I've grown so fast in my career because I've done just about everything in IT, except for managed people. And I have no desire to manage people. <laughs> you know, I, have, no, I have four people at home to manage. <laughs> I do not want to manage anybody else. So I'm um, um, I'm a product manager. I'm an IT product manager at the company that I work for. And so I've done just about everything. I've done coding. I've been a business analyst, systems analyst. I've done QA. Um, Project manager. Now I'm a product manager. So I've done usability testing and studies and graphic design. Like I've done everything that can be done in IT. And I just know that if I needed to go back to work, I could always get a job. In in lots of different areas within the field. (laughs) In lots of different areas. And not only that, I'm building businesses from the ground up and funding. We're funding all of those businesses. We owe nobody anything. So we're funding everything. I'm building the websites. I'm um, talking to the companies, building the relationships with these different organizations. I'm growing this business. I'm learning a lot. I'm growing. It's very painful at times. And by painful, it gets very stressful. Just last weekend before last, we had 15 people in our house working to get the Fit fund order out.
2: Wow. And
0: I mean, working around the clock. So I was going to ask you about that. Like you still work. What
2: does a typical day look like for you from the time you rise to the time you go to bed?
0: So I'm normally up really late and I'm always up really early. So I have to get up. My job is so flexible. I can go into work when I want to and I can basically come home when I want to. Um, I took a call. I had a a conference call right before our call. So I get to work from home a lot of days. And it's basically, I mean, they're like very flexible. As long as I'm doing my job, my boss doesn't care where I am or where I'm doing my work at. So Mm -hmm. I have built that relationship with her and it works perfectly for me and what I have going on now. And so um, if I need to be here to, you know, get something from UPS or meet UPS here, I can be here to meet them here. Um, But I'm up every morning, a lot of times filling orders in the morning that we drop off at the post office after work. Um, My husband does the same thing. He'll come home and fill orders my you know the kids are filling orders so we work really really um hard all day every day and there's not really a break we don't really get a break
2: wow wow so look if you want it you put in the work people put in the work
0: you have to put in the work but you can do it like you can do it it's so fulfilling like just having your own and it's funny because when i go to work for these companies I want to know who they are. Like I worked for AllSec and they were, you know, that was D- Danny Thomas's dream. And I was like, why do they call it? Well, AllSec is the sun, the fundraising side of St. Jude. And um, Danny Thomas founded St. Jude. And I always want to know who these people are because I don't look at a company anymore as just a company. I look at that as somebody's dream. Like that's who I am. I'm that person. So I want to know who they are and, and kind of understand their struggle. So I worked at um, St. Jude and I'm like, why St. Jude? So I researched Danny Thomas and he was um, down on his luck and he wanted to be an artist, and a singer, and he prayed. He prayed to the apostle St. Jude and he, he prayed to St. Jude and said, hey, if you give me this one blessing, I will build a shrine in your name. Wow. And so he made that prayer to the apostle Saint Jude, and years later, Saint Jude is the hospital now that is given back to the world by saving kids from childhood cancer. Wow. And I mean, it, if if you just just think about that for a minute, and I just feel like everything in our life happens for a reason, mm-hmm. and I want to be purpose driven because it, it can't be about the money because. I'm, I'm making it now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm so blessed. I don't think you understand how blessed Mm -hmm. I'm like extremely blessed. And so it's just those little things that keep me going. And then I ended up at service master and the owner of service master named it that. And they got up every morning. That culture has died off. Trust me. But every day before the people at service master started working, they prayed. Mm And so it's just those stories that are just, they do something to me and they keep me going because I'm one of those people and I want to, you know, leave an impact and and I want people to want to know what I stood for and where I came from. And, you know, if I can be motivation to anybody or help them in any way, then I will.
1: Thanks for listening to Planet Now, where it's all about the people, the places, things, and ideas that teach us, prompt us to make a difference, and do more with what life presents. Now, today's guest, Tanzania Crew, is founder of Three Notes Skin Care. She joined me from the Memphis area. We met during the summer at Essence Fest, where there were lots of quality products for sale in their marketplace at the convention center in New Orleans. Now, go to planetnoun.com for links to the Three Notes website and their social media links also a link to the pup cleanse book that tanzania mentioned during our chat i'm liz anderson host of the planet Now podcast don't forget to follow us on social media facebook instagram and twitter and we're on soundcloud oh and you can stop by apple podcast and rate the show thanks again for stopping by planet now until next time take care